everyone. It's really great. This is our very first uh, podcast for Fika for Life. My name is Edward Thomas, and my co-host is Lin Yuan. Hello. And we are here today to talk to you guys about um, Fika. Very <laughs> Swedish thing. It's <laughs> very Swedish thing, and, and to talk to you about other Swedish things because since this is the first podcast, no one has sent in questions, but we do. Um, we do like to encourage you to send in questions anytime, and um, and you can be a participant with our program by actually giving us good subjects to talk about as we try to answer your questions with our massive amount of wisdom and insight. <laughs> yes, and we will talk about fika <coughs> and what fika actually is, and we are going to talk about life in Sweden and Swedish etiquette and the things I think that both added me as immigrants yes. to this beautiful country know, have it. realized and experienced. And I think mm. it's maybe to, I don't know, give some examples to the stereotypes that yes. exist about Sweden and maybe also others to crush them. So, no, it's not real. Exactly. That's just our experience, which is the experience of the other three million immigrants in Sweden. Are there three million? I don't think so. Now that you're making up numbers. No, I, well, I mean, if you count like everybody, like people from Finland and People from, you know, like, you know, Norway and, you know, Denmark. And I think it's like three million. Oh, wow. That's great. Okay, maybe not. <laughs> it's like, okay, what is fika? That's a lot. What is fika? Well, that's kind of a hard thing to define. Because fika is, it's a social institution in Sweden. And it's something that people do all the time. But when you ask people to try to define it, and some people will say, oh, it's like a coffee break. Well, it's kind of like tea time, but not as, you know, as big. Like, mm, and sometimes you eat something, really. and sometimes you don't, and sometimes yeah. you eat almost a real meal. Like so coffee. Mm-hmm. So if you're gonna, there's certain things you have to have when you have fika: coffee or tea. Yeah, some beverage to drink. Yeah, Usually or sometimes warm. you can have. Yeah, sometimes you can have soft. Yeah. So okay, so soft. This is <laughs> this is this is a Swedish one. First time someone says, "So Ed, do you want some soft?" And I was like, "Soft some- what?" I'm like, uh, "What's that? Were you trying to come on to me?" Uh, because. Um, so in America, we have this thing called Kool-Aid, which is this sort of sh- drink that you add sugar to, and it sort of makes it flavored, makes the water flavored. And in Sweden, what they do is they do the same thing. They'll take juice and cook it down, add some sugar to it, and then you sort of you sort of dilute that with water. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like the same thing as it's like Swedish Kool-Aid, but not really. Well, I don't, I don't know what Kool-Aid is, but really? I know you what soft is. You guys, have, you guys don't have Kool-Aid in Germany? I don't know. We have the stuff okay. that you mix with water, and then you make a drink out of it. Yeah. But um, there are better things than soft in Germany. Yeah. So, but okay, there's soft yeah. too. Okay. So soft in German means juice. So it could be uh, orange yeah, juice. Like soft. Okay. Yeah. And that means what it so. means in Swedish too. Soft. Soft. Yeah. Okay. Never thought about that. Although oh you gosh, say apelsin juice, yeah. and that's orange juice. Yeah. But in Germany, you would say orangensaft. It's so cute when you speak German. I just want to pinch your cheeks. <laughs> um, okay, so okay. Fika, I think the purpose of Fika is just to have a break, and usually you use that time for talking. Yeah, like it's like so. I, I define it as a social fellowship over a simple meal that leans more towards sweetness than it's towards scary. like a dinner. So it's not like something you would have to spend hours preparing, no, even no, though no, no. to bake a cake and buns and things like that take hours to do. So it's kind of weird. Uh, but it's small things, so it's it could never be like a cookie. Yeah, it could be like a cookie. It could be like a cinnamon, cinnamon roll or some kind of sweet. 
tree that's not like really huge, so you're not supposed to be like full. So, yeah, yeah, like it's a not, snack almost. Yeah, it's kind of like in between a snack and a meal. Yeah, you know. So, um, and, and then you sit down and you talk together, and and often what happens is because Sweden is such a reserved country, but at fika time, Swedes will actually talk to you about at least superficial things. You're like, like, how's the weather? How's how brown it? I am? <laughs> no, not about that. But but maybe about the, the weather or asking mm. about maybe the kids you have in the same age mm. or the new remodeling you did or mm. about your oh. dog or mm. something that you can't get really wrong or yeah. can offend someone. Yeah. And it's so ingrained in Swedish culture that at work you have fika. Like at my work, which is a, like very normal <coughs> work. You have a uh, fika in the morning and fika in the afternoon. <laughs> so you, you you always have that, and it's it's written in the schedule even. Yeah. So it's scheduled. You are supposed to have fika at that time, and people will ask you like wow. the people who work the same shift with you will ask yeah. like, hey, let's go have fika. Let's go. It's fika time. Mm. So it's really something that people look forward to, and it it is ingrained in their daily schedule. Yeah, like you get paid to sit down and eat and chat with your friends at work. So it's, <laughs> it's really hard for me as, as an American because when I first moved here, I'm like, work, I got to work, I'm here to work. Yeah. And so I'd never feel good with anyone. And I noticed that it oh. actually caused like like the people I worked didn't like me that much because they were always saying, but but you never feel good with us. Yeah. And I'm like... They take it very personally. I know. That's like, I mean, I could like beat a Swedish person in the eyeball and they would be like, oh, <laughs> That wasn't really fair, but not speak with them. They're like, oh, why do you hate me so much? You know, I'm like, uh, hello, the eyeball thing. <laughs> you know, that should make you think. No, and, yeah. And last time we also talked about that. You usually don't treat a sweet if, if mm. you're not very close to them, like very, yeah. very close to them, yeah. a close friend or even a relative. Yeah. But if you just met them, I think it, I think sweets are quite, I don't know. I've met some Swedes that are really open to the outside world. And they're like, oh, that's nice. Yeah, they smoke but, crack. But. <laughs> but maybe they, I don't know, maybe they still feel like, oh, no, now you treated me. Now I have to treat mm, you back. Yeah. I don't, I'm not really sure. But usually in Sweden, you don't treat other people in the same way that maybe you would in another country. No, here actually, actually everyone sort of pays their own way. And so that's kind of a really weird thing, you it's know? It's an independence thing. Yeah, like it's kind of. Like back home, so when you're with friends, just different friends, whoever pays the bill, pays the bill. It goes around, you know, mm -hmm. one day it's my turn, one day it's, it's someone else's turn. turn. But but here it's always about, because you're always keeping such an account of things, I feel like. Mm -hmm. So it's always like, I don't want to owe anyone anything. I don't want anyone to owe me anything. I don't want anyone to take offense by anything. So if I just pay my way and you pay your way, then we, we you know, we, we will never get into a conflict with each other. And Exactly. So, uh, um Which makes it really difficult sometimes because it just makes some th sometimes things just take a really long time to come to a conclusion. Um, and then you hang out with a bunch of immigrants and they're like, oh, I don't care. I treat you. Like, yeah. oh, you treat me. That's fine. And yeah, I exactly. treat you this like five times and people will not complain. It wouldn't no. be like people, no, I have to treat you back. Or, mm. or it will happen in a more, I don't know, natural manner. Yeah, exactly. No, but... So, so fika. If you ever, if you come to Sweden, one of the first things you'll learn is is fika, fika. because people will fika. At the airport, um, and, there are fika places. And, it's, okay. and fika is approximately three times a day. Mm -hmm. So you have fika in the morning before lunchtime. You have fika after lunchtime in the afternoon. <laughs> and then some people, because traditionally a lot of Swedes would get home and they would eat dinner like four thirty in the afternoon, yeah, which is like really way early. too early. <laughs> like I'm still 
digesting my lunch, you know. <laughs> and then they'll have fika, you know, nighttime fika and stuff before like they go to sleep. Like a sandwich or something. Yeah, and that's usually super simple. And that's yeah. usually not so much social where it, where it is more like um, because they ate so early in the day, in the afternoon, be that now they're hungry four hours later before they go to sleep. So it sort of gets the, you don't go to bed uh, with hunger pains. But, um, and then as Lynn said, um, at work, you, you usually fika two times. Um, and I also, I, at my job, so at my job, it's different. So the employees fika twice a day, but every group we have in the church has fika. So there's fika for my choir, fika for the youth choir, fika for the youth group. They don't fika together. Yeah, like we've, yeah, but I mean, like, so if I have five groups that day, mm-hmm. so it's. Oh my gosh, you fika five times? It's fika two times with the employees, five <laughs> times in the groups. Oh my gosh, that's why so your stomach why, just can grow. I'm sad. <laughs> um, I think that at, when it was worse, I had fika 35 times a week, minimum. No, then you have to just need a fruit or something. Don't, don't eat. There that was never any fruit. We, they only had, there was like. We have fruit at our work. Really? Because I mean, we care about people's health. Now we have fruit. But when I first started working in 2005, or even earlier, there was no fruit at work. It was wow. just, just cookies. fikas, cookies. It was cake. It was ice cream. It oh, was princess wow. torta. It was like, oh my gosh. I was like, ah. <laughs> and, so, and then when I went to school, when I started studying theology, That's it was the same fika. thing. Lund. So it was like, oh, there was like fika. So, you know, you have your classes in the morning, there's fika, then you eat lunch, and then you have a cup of coffee, and then in the afternoon, oh, now it's time to take a fika break. So the school, <laughs> so when I studied theology, there was two fika breaks, even in, in that school, when we had wow. all-day classes. So this is like, and when I first moved here, and I wanted to buy some Christmas presents, the lady was having a fika break, so oh, yeah, I couldn't me. pay, Gosh. I couldn't pay for my stuff, and I was like, uh... Because she couldn't... She had help a fika you break. no because she but had it was a fika so strange break. so why was she standing there having fear because usually people go away to have fika i don't know i guess because they're working in a department store so they had like a they were like not at the register so they were a little bit away from the register uh-huh. but and they had so a strange. little table and they were like drinking their coffee and stuff and i was like hmm. but that's really unstrategic yeah it was like <laughs> when you I have know, customers it's like i was take my baseball bat and be an american postal worker <laughs> <laughs> i think um, another thing um that I experienced when I first came to Sweden is that it took me a year to make friends. Really? It took yeah. me too. <laughs> it took me it took me a year to make friends. And then uh-huh. I made friends because I started to study at a program, mm. a Swedish speaking program. Mm. And there was the situation everyone was new, everyone was starting this program mm. and suddenly we had something in common. Right. Um but before that I was going to my in, or my Swedish class. I wasn't going to SFE actually. Mm. I went to this university class, uh-huh, and there yeah. were a bunch of like people who came to Sweden because of their boy or girlfriends, mm. just as me. Um, but we didn't have the same interest, and the classes were not as regular, mm. so we didn't really hang out that much. No. And if you don't have anything in common, it's like, why would you? Yeah. Hang why? Out? Why are you talking to me even? Why do you <laughs> breathe my air? You know. So. Yeah. So it yeah. it was tough. Yeah. I was the only black guy in church. <laughs> <laughs> that excludes you already. So when I, when I moved to Sweden, I was the only black guy in church. And no one talked to me for almost five months. I think it was like six months, almost six months. Um, and that made me feel really, really lonely. And people wouldn't talk to me on the streets. And So when you move to Sweden, if, you, if you're new in Sweden, um, here's some tips. Don't be depressed because people don't talk to you or seem to care about you or walk past you and seem to ignore you. 
eventually, if they ever become friends with you, they're going to really care about you. Yeah. But in the beginning, it can be really, really lonely because people don't talk and they don't say anything. And and if you say hi to people, so this other thing is like, um, so the best way to meet people is that someone you know knows them and they present you to the person. Yeah. yeah. Then all of a sudden the ice is broken and it becomes easier to talk to the person. Never make friends over alcohol in Sweden. It's not really friends. You can talk to them for that evening, and then the day after, you're like, "Boo." Yeah, like the. I, <laughs> so when I moved here, um, there was a Schlefter Festival, it's called, and it was a gigantic musical festival. I mean, greatest stars would come from all over the world and come to, wow. to Schlefter to Schlefter. To Schlefter, yeah. Why? <laughs> and the whole town would like show up, and I mean, it was amazing. Like, I remember when when Skunk Annecy was like really big, and the and the cores were really big. They came to Schlefter. Live performance. Whoa. It was amazing. Great sound. But anyway, that's a, another thing. <laughs> uh, but um, but then um, but I had been in Sweden for a month. My wife was like, oh, we got to go to Schlefter Festival. Like, okay, sure. So we go there. <clears throat> and we went to the beer tent, which I didn't know that Swedes drink that much. Like, you know, like, you know. <laughs> They're binge drinkers. They, yeah. they are not like have a beer after work. No. It's more like no, at the weekend. Have a case after work. <laughs> and, and so the first thing that surprised me was that people drank so much. And these girls were walking in front of me, and they just stopped, put on their pants, and just peed right in front of me. And I was like, oh, my gosh, perverts. Um, <laughs> and you and then, realized, wait. <laughs> I'm thinking, like, God, what's happening? No, and then, uh, and so they we're at the beer tent, and someone says, oh, hey, this guy's from America. It was like, oh, American. Oh, you're my best friend. I love America. You know, I'm saying, oh, what's your name? Oh, my name is Johan. You know, my name is Peter. You know, it's like, all right. And I saw them in town the like, next day. I'm and I'm like, oh, I'm making friends. I saw them in town. I say, hey, Peter, hey, Vimidu, so, <laughs> who are you? You know. <laughs> and I'm like, but yesterday, what? Nope. And it was just like totally dissed, you know. And so, yeah. So don't make friends over alcohol because people get drunk and they say things they don't mean. They're friendlier when they're drunk, but that doesn't mean they really want to be your friend. True that. I so. felt that in the nation when I worked at the nation and suddenly become friends. And then in the end, I just ended up with my immigrant friends. Mm, exactly. <laughs> not a, not as much Swedish friends, but mm. that changed over the time. Uh, yeah. yeah. it's. Mm. But I think many students we had, though, who were exchange mm. students, I think they were in this kind of context that they maybe did not felt no. that kind of isolation as no. much because you, you had other... Uh, students around you, mm. international students as well. You were not yeah. like forced to be in a Swedish environment no. where people are more used to other Swedes. Mm. <laughs> and I think mm. if you don't speak Swedish, it's a big yeah. minus. It's, it's really Oof. hard. Yeah, yeah. If you're gonna be here more than just vacation, you have to learn Swedish. Yeah, like it's, it's the best thing. It's better for you to speak really bad Swedish than to speak no Swedish, uh, because everything here, like social, like just the whole social thing, uh, making friends, finding jobs. It's all based on the language. You have to speak Swedish. Even you, if people are really good in English. Yeah, yeah. People in here are really good in English, but it still doesn't matter. It's just, it's Swedish that, that is the, the deal here. And, Which is and, not so strange. <clears throat> I don't know how it is in Germany, but in the States, if I bump into somebody <laughs> and push them, touch them, <laughs> move their cart out of the way, out of the way, and don't say, excuse me, hey, I'd like to move your cart, I just want to get past or something, people, just, people then think, ha-ha. You meant to do that. Now we have to fight. Uh huh. If they, if you don't if make you don't, a sound, that yeah, like if you don't do anything, and, yeah. and that. So here, people push past you, and it's considered okay. Yeah, it's strange. People like if you, so if you have your your shopping cart, 
and someone wants to go past, they'll just move your shopping cart out of the way and just go past. Yeah. And so it's like, like the first couple of times, there's this old lady. I was at the <laughs> store. Me and old ladies, we had a big problem in the beginning. And so, um, so I was at the store, and this old lady, she just pushed right on past, moved my cart out of the way, pushed me, and just, I'm like, ah. I was, my wife, she's like, I'm like, Annette, it's time for me to fight. <laughs> that lady, she's a racist. This she old does lady. <laughs> she's look what she did to me. She's like, yeah, what are you talking about? I'm like, she just pushed me. She's like, everyone does that in Sweden. I'm like, how can you be so calm about it? You know, and some dramatic American screaming in the store, ah! And and she was just like, oh my gosh, this guy's embarrassing me. Um, but I think, so, but I had to get used to that. Now I'm like used to it. So I'm used to like, if someone standing, push by, you over. Yeah, like people push me out of the way, or if someone. If someone is standing behind me, because in Sweden, you don't n- normally say, excuse me. So people will wait until you actually move out the way. Yeah. It's irritate- it irritates me. Somebody <laughs> said, just say excuse me. But it's like people don't want to be offensive. So I don't know. I usually tell something. people, like, you're shake that. Or I something. say it, but people always give me the strange look, because I'm like, shake the man, shake the man, shake the man. I don't care. I'm, pol- oh. I'm the polite here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the polite one here, so I win. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. Yeah, so th- those are a couple of rules about just just first impressions when you come to Sweden. So, and I think you have to be here and live <clears> here. <It's, laughs> I mean, the first time I came to Sweden, I was like an exchange student. I was like, "Oh my gosh, Sweden is a world of wonders, and mm. it's so wonderful here. It's so nice here." And I, I couldn't see all these cultural things. I couldn't. No, it, w- it was not. And I think people treat you differently when you're a tourist yeah. than when you, yeah, of course, actually. When they actually know that you're long term mm-hmm. here, when you're gonna live here, it's different. like, oh, now we get to treat you like a Swede. Yes, <laughs> now you gotta speak Swedish, yes. and now you get better get your fika right. <laughs> exactly, you better know how to fika. You know, everyone at my like the young kids at my job, they always laugh at me because I'm like, okay, I made fika today, and they're like, oh, what did you make? I'm like hamburgers, and they're like, yeah, that's that's a dinner. I'm like, no, there's no French fries, there's no milkshake, it's only a hamburger. It's a sandwich. A ink is, if I gave you a piece of bread with cheese, what do you call this? Like a sandwich? I'm like, so a hamburger's a sandwich. It's got cheese and a little piece of it's meat. It's double sandwich. You know, yeah. I'm like, what's the, what's the problem? It's the same thing as a piece of, of ham, a piece of cheese, and a couple of slices of bread. It's exactly the same thing. It just happens to be beef. And they're like, no, that's not fika. I'm like, it is fika. So we have these arguments about, is a hot dog fika or is it not because sometimes it is fika after church you like in some churches they serve hot dogs yeah and for hot dogs fika. in a cinnamon roll yeah <laughs> but usually the hot dogs are for the kids really so, uh-huh. i didn't know that. i don't know at some always, places i don't want to name i don't want to name churches <laughs> <laughs> we should do that just name churches you know, and i think um also positive things we should talk about positive things too those are positive things <laughs> um so when i came to sweden i didn't realize how nice the service is so i think mm. people who work in service uh minded oh. professions i think they are very really? nice compared to germany because every time i go wow. back to germany i am just like oh my gosh those people are so rude they're so rude yeah that's um, true. I agree with you. Germans are more rude than Swedes, but yes. Swedes are ruder than Americans. <laughs> okay, okay. I didn't know that, but I felt like um, Swedes are very, yeah, nice in that sense. They're not as rude. But yeah, I only had one encounter with a lady at a bank who was very, very, very rude. Mm. But other than that, I think people have treated me well. I don't know. Yeah. Don't be upset if people just hang up the phone at the end of a conversation <laughs> without saying anything. 
yesterday, I called this person at the bank and I was talking to her and she's like, uh, no, sorry, it was to make an appointment, uh, the doctor's appointment. And she's like, she said, okay. <laughs> just she was like, just saying, okay. Yeah. I mean, we had to finish the business. She's like, okay, well, you can have on this date. Okay, great. I'm like, oh, she's like, okay, well, that's enough for today. Bye. Click. Just like it's. She people, was busy. No, but everyone hangs up like, I feel a lot of people just hang up really quickly. Just like. They have you know, to be so, somewhere. No. They have to go to get their fika. Nah, well, maybe that. <laughs> you know, but, no, but one of the things that impressed me, especially coming from a big city in the States, was how clean it was. So for me, Sweden was this really clean it's still city. Very clean. It's it is very clean, especially yeah. when you like when you go to other countries. So I was just in the Canary Islands, and I was like, "Oh, you come back to Sweden and everything works." Like this, <laughs> this is so weird because everything works here, except and, for the trains. Well, the trains winter. work. No, that's because okay, <laughs> we live in a country with snow, and every year the National Rail Service goes. Well, we didn't count on this much snow. We didn't know it was going to get this cold. I'm like, it gets cold every year. It snows a lot every year. Like, okay, except for the trains. Everything okay, works. except for the trains. Mm-hmm. But, but things, uh, things are really on time, so it's really horrible because of the bus. It's horrible. It's horrible because you have to be at the bus stop really before the bus comes because they probably leave on time. You know, other people appreciate that. I think it's a pain in the butt. I'm on my bus late. <laughs> you want your bus late. Wow. No, but, but, things, but things work really, really like things work really well in Sweden. And I remember like when I came to church and it said it was going to start at 10 o'clock. And so I walked in like 10, 10 15. I'm like, eh, what church starts at 10 o'clock? And they were already 15 minutes into the service. Yes, man. 10 o'clock on the dot. Yes. Bam. So time, people are really time conscious here. And um, you feel that a lot because you're very time unconscious. I'm very time conscious <laughs> in a very free flowing kind of hippie way. My therapist says that I have a very African sense of time. I was like, well, it's because I'm from Eritrea. (laughs) (laughs) No, you're not. No, you're not. I want to be. I want to be. You know what I also like? That in Sweden, everything is digital. You can do almost everything Mm. online and you don't need to go to all the offices and you don't have to send in the actual papers for most Mm. things. Like taxes? Yeah, you can scan stuff. Yeah. You can do it with your mobile ID mm. or, or bank ID. You yeah. don't need to actually go and stand in line. And oh yeah, standing in line in Sweden. Oh my gosh, <laughs> we forgot about that. That's oh, that, a big deal. That's a very Swedish thing. People are very good at standing in line. They love it. And you have the small papers with the oh. numbers, and you you just take your paper and it says maybe number nine. And then yeah. you can stand wherever, and and, yeah. and you don't need to ask for people like was it your turn now or what oh, you no. only know this you know the numbers and you stand in line and oh my gosh people will never complain in front of you if you would cut the line they will complain after you have left no sometimes i think people i've been in situations where people complain before people <laughs> cut the line <laughs> like, really? especially when people have been waiting a really long time mm-hmm. um but then but the but the the thing about waiting in sweden so swedes love to wait so this is my example of this when the plane lands on the ground, all the Swedes stand up and they get all their stuff together and they wait. They'll wait the extra 20 minutes until it's time to get off the plane. I'm like, what are you standing for? <laughs> uh, when people get off the bus, so people are expected that when you, the bus stops, you already sort of stand, you yeah. already stood up and you're kind of ready to leave and get off yeah. the bus. And I'm like, yeah. when the bus stops, I'll start getting my stuff together. Because the bus drivers that's, break really hard. That's why no, you're always I, late. No, I <laughs> fell on a lady because the bus drivers break so hard. And my big 355,000 kilos just lunged <laughs> towards her little bitty frail body. Oh I my was, gosh, that's I was about horrible. to pancake her. You know, it was like a big time wrestler. Um, 
No, but the, but the but the laps of paper. So I don't know if you've ever been tempted that when people get upset because they they can't wait anymore and there's a gap. So like I'm number fifty six, mm-hmm. and they call thirty two, and no one comes up. I'm like, I could go up because no one, no one knows. No this. one knows if I have thirty two or not. I'm like, obviously, the person's thirty two is not here. But people like don't no, rush up. No, they would never do that. No, they wait until their number is called. Yeah, you know. And but what it does is like I feel like it's so wrong for me to want to jump up there when it's number yeah, thirty-two and I have number fifty-six. Correct. And, that's and so correct. I sit there, wait for my time. Oh, okay, hurry up! And I sit there, all my like, agitated. But I could just cut the line, but I won't do that. No, because, because no one does. Yeah, and it's I've socially very unaccepted. Yeah, and it people is. will lynch you for it. Yes, they will. They will hunt you down, paint you. <laughs> Uh, so and so that's that's like one of the things. And some of the things like about the low crime rate in Sweden mm-hmm. is something I like. So I, I don't I don't live in fear of a drive by of drive by shooting in yeah. Sweden. That's how you uh, grew up. That's how I grew up. It's like oh god, people are diving on the floor. Uh, but here it's like that's not that's so uncommon still that people get killed and stuff. So it's like big news whenever anything criminal happens. It's like oh, and people are like all scared. But people get more and more used to it <laughs> and now. I'm, and I'm like I'm like. That's nothing. Like I don't know if we'll ever get as bad as back home in Oakland. Um, but that, but that's so the low crime rate. So there's times at my job, and I probably shouldn't say this. I left money in my motorcycle. I left my wallet. I left my telephone. I left the keys in the motorcycle in the motorcycle, <laughs> and came back out an hour later because people normally just don't bother other people's stuff. Yeah, normally. Normally, I mean, yeah. there's thieves here, of course, and people steal a lot of bicycles here, um, but. But there's a lot of people. There's, people are just kind of respect of, you know, very respectful of other people's personal, yeah, and... privacy and personal space yeah. and personal items, and it's considered really rude to borrow something and bring it back broken. Yeah, yeah, no, you condition. have to make up for yeah, it. Yeah, like you then. buy a new one instead yeah. of bringing it back broken or something, and and it's sort of that consideration for other people all the time. Sometimes it is. It does feel like a pain in the butt because, but <laughs> at the same time, people are very considerate about how you feel. And so that makes life actually easier in that in that regard. I think it's it has like a coin has two sides. So on one hand they will be very considerate. On the other hand, it can hinder a lot of things. Yeah, and they might not and yeah, Swedish uh, Swedes are known to be very afraid of conflicts. <laughs> so yes, they, they might not bring up things that bother them or just no. wait them out or many Swedes they really don't want to confront any tension in that sense no they so they rather wait it out or, or talk about you behind your back <laughs> yeah or just leave ignored yeah, yeah. and sometimes so sometimes people will be irritated with you but they'll never tell you why and all of a sudden you find out people just don't talk to you but you have no idea what you've done, done yeah. wrong yeah. so you don't have an opportunity to change it so um i have one more thing that i think was very strange yeah. in sweden they don't have curtains in the sense of Yes, they, they, do. they have curtains, but it's only on the sides, like left and right, or they have these blends. But mm. in Germany, for example, you have these curtains that that are really light, so you can see through from the uh-huh. inside out, but not you can't really look from the outside in. So really? you know, yeah, because people in Sweden they have this 
you know, shawler yeah. on each side. Yeah. And then they have lamps in yeah. their windows, which I also think is very strange. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, the amount of electricity that's used in Sweden, <laughs> it's, it's crazy. But it's green electricity yeah, well, most, I don't, most of the time. I don't know if it was so green when I moved here. but <laughs> <laughs> um, So they have lamps in their windows because they say it's music. Mm. So it's cozy. It's yeah. cozy when... We light a lot of candles in Sweden. <laughs> and, and, and people have a light like in the window in every single window yeah. in every single room of their house and so it, like so now advent is about to start so now everyone has their advent <laughs> the advent candelabra and they will have that in the candle holder and it'll be in, like every window of every house mm-hmm. and so you, so you walk past <laughs> and you walk past houses here it looks and you see this, it is cozy and they'll have the christmas star or they have some so they replace the light at advent advent time with the christmas star thing and it's really weird because you could always see into the houses of Yeah, Swedish but that's people. what I mean. It's strange. Yeah. But it's because but I think it's the low crime rate. So people here like they're not afraid of someone looking into the house because no. they're not afraid that someone's looking and going, Oh, wow, that's a nice TV. I think I, <laughs> I think I'll break in tomorrow when you guys aren't here and steal it. It should be my TV. Like so and so I think that brings this sort of unusual sense of security that most places in the world just don't have. No, you know, I mean, Sweden is a great place to raise children. So we're oh, talking yes. about some positive things. Um, so, so parental you know, leave. you have you have parental leave. Wait, okay, for all of you who work in crazy countries, I'm talking Korea, Japan, <laughs> United States, probably Germany. Nah, Germany's European. So, um, <clears throat> if you work in a crazy place where if your children get sick, you can't take off. Listen, in Sweden, I just have to call my boss. Yaska vaba, vaba. That's another. You, you know, yesterday that means my kid staying at home with your sick kid. Vaba, <laughs> and you get money for it. Yesterday, yes, I actually only did vaba for two hours mm. because I worked, and then in the middle of the day, I told my boss, "You know, I have to go and get my kid because she's sick." So my man, mm. my husband comes back. I don't know in two hours, and mm. I come back, and she's like, "Okay, fine." I went home. I picked her up. Mm. I stayed with her. My husband came home. I went mm. back to work, yeah. and I get money for it. those two hours I was mm. away. Uh, or I did Vaba like half a day the mm. other day. Or if your kid is sick for a long time, you can Vaba all that time. I yeah. think uh, it's I think one hundred thirty days or something. Yeah, you can Vaba hundred and thirty days. Could you imagine back home in the states calling? Oh well, sorry, I can't come into work today. My kid's she has sick. Chickenpox. They'd be like, uh, <laughs> you better get that fixed. I expect to see you at work five minutes five minutes after when you're supposed to be here. Otherwise, you'll be looking for another job. Wow. So that's so that's that, for me. That was like I'm like what? How's it possible? So, yeah. So that that's like one of the really good things that that these rules around family. So um, you have sick. Leave, you have the right to sick leave. Um, you have when uh, maternity leave is eighteen months. Mater uh, and paternity leave, paid maternity, paid paternity leave. So paternity leave is uh, six months. So uh, unheard of. I go to my boss and yeah, you know. No, wait, wait, wait. <clears throat> this is this is the rule. So, you have one and a half years, um, and for each parent, you have guaranteed three months. So with the, the yeah, three months. Ah, they so with the bit. other one, you can do whatever you want. You can have it equal, equal. You can have the mom being home nine months, or the dad being home nine months, or one year. It doesn't matter. But no. it is like. But you can three stretch it out to two years if you do only Monday through Friday. Yeah, yeah, you can be very smart. Um, but the thing is that. Uh, three months are locked down to each parent. So even mm-hmm. though even though you maybe want to be at home as a mom 
forever with your kids, three months are reserved only for the dad. So those three months, wow. you can't take that money. It's your husband's money. Or really? Your, yeah, so they changed the rule because when I moved here, it wasn't like that. It was no. women stayed home. So. <laughs> Well, it was a long time ago. That <laughs> was only 22 years ago. It wasn't that long ago. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, um, so yeah. So, uh, so you have all these, these great things. When you have kids, you actually get a stipend from the government um, that helps you out because parents, you know, kids cost a lot of money. Oh, my gosh. And as always, <laughs> time is running out. Uh, hope that you've been um, sorry. We have to like cut it short. No, but we can come back when we talk about parenting. Yeah, and, and other things. There's uh, these tie. This will tie into other aspects of life in Sweden. Uh, but now you know what fika is mm-hmm. and why we're called fika for life. So every time you yes. listen to this, you should get a cup of coffee or tea, a, a little roll. snack, yeah, a little, or cookie or something, yeah. or fruit. Yeah, <laughs> and you should listen to this and yeah. have a fika. Yes, of course. Um, so um, come to Sweden. Enjoy if you want to enjoy fika culture. Come to Sweden, enjoy fika. If you're living here in Sweden, you just moved to Sweden, then make sure you go out and fika with some Swedish people. It's really, really who, worth who it. have you been introduced? We've been introduced to. Yeah, <laughs> don't walk up to someone on the street. I want to fika with you. They'll be like, ah, help! You know, they'll run. Um, so, uh, um, and what we'd like to do is encourage you that uh, if you really like this podcast. Uh, make sure that you get lots of likes on like it and everything. It, share it. And share it with your friends, your family, strangers, even your enemies. <laughs> and if you have any questions or, at, or subjects that you want us to take up, uh, please feel free to write to us and ask us. We will. There is no, there is no taboo subject here. Anything. There are no dumb questions. Yeah, the only dumb question is the one you didn't ask us, okay? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, this is Ed Thomas saying goodbye and... Lin Nguyen. Hear you later, guys. At Fika for Life! Fika for Life! Thank you for listening. If you have any comments or ideas, please send us a message to fikaforlife at mail.com. Fika, F-I-K-A. This was the Fika for Life podcast with Lin Nguyen and Edward Thomas. And we hope to hear you again. <laughs>